this. This is what I wanted to do. There we go. I've clicked. I've clicked the button. It's like a well-oiled machine. That's what. That's what it's like, Johnny. What was the button? Uh, I was going to start recording. Just yeah, do it. Because you know we don't want to miss anything. In case some gold happens. <laughs> Why something absolutely hilarious happened now, and I haven't clicked record, and it was like, oh mate, absolutely stuff there. All right. Well, you'd have to recreate it awkwardly, wouldn't you? <laughs> With an actor, yeah. um, <laughs> an actor that's good at doing things like on cue or it's like not me. It's like get someone else in. That's what I'm saying. Looking natural. Are we <laughs> off then? Have we started? Well, I've just hit record. I, 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 I don't know. Do we do an intro? Is it? I mean, are we, are we there yet? The first thing I think we should do, Mark, is just say hello to all the listeners out there. Hello, my name is Johnny Awesome, and then you do that. I reckon. Uh, yeah. Hello, my name's Mark. Mark Carver. Yeah, that's so, it. Come yeah, on, that's make it. a bit of effort. Put your surname on the end as well. I don't know. Well, I hadn't even thought about this. I've not really introduced myself to the world at large before. Not, not, like, well, we've done, not like this. We've done, one, we've done one podcast, so I think we can be forgiven for not being like yeah, perfect yeah. yet. Now, the first thing I wanted to say to you, Mark, was at the end of the podcast, number one, the coat went home, mate. It went yeah, back I, to my dad. I know. I know you, you told me this, but... so. How was it? How was he when he got his coat back? What, what, what was he was pleased? Yeah, if if anyone's missed the first episode, at the end of the first episode, you hear the coat going home. I don't know if you remember this, but I'm just going into my phone. When I returned it, I sent you a message on our WhatsApp and I said, I have returned the coat. The coat has gone home like some kind of Christmas tale. And you said, Holy shit, it's happened. And then this is a good one. You went, I thought I felt a disturbance in the force. (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd forgotten that, yeah. So now, to bring everybody up to date, it's the 1st of February. The last time we recorded a podcast was on the 1st of November 22. So my first question to you today, just to properly kick off, is... What have you been doing since bonfire night? Traditionally, work-wise, unless you're doing like panto or touring or even in the touring world, it, it's pretty quiet. I, I, I did get roped into a couple of Christmas light switch-ons. In funny, funny you should say that. Tell, tell me which ones you did, and then I'll tell you about when I actually hosted the Christmas light switch-on. So we were on other sides of the desk here. You were... yeah. At the sound desk, sorting it out. I was on stage looking uh-huh. out. But which, which one did you do? I did, now this is going to sound terrible, I did somewhere just outside Stoke, and I can't remember the name of the place. And um, not my usual thing, you know. They had someone singing, they had someone sang, so that was good. But um, I have to say that when the lights went on, I didn't notice. They weren't, the, it wasn't... It wasn't Blackpool. No, it wasn't the uh, most spectacular of illuminations. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. So um, did it? Did they go on? Did they actually go on? They did. It's just I didn't even notice. You know, they had right. the fake button, the fake plunger, and all this. Yeah. And I mean, everyone was very happy. I was just confused by the whole thing. I mean, it's not my kind of thing anyway. Was there a famous person there? Did they have like a name on it? No. Not really. No, I think the mayor might have been there or something of this little town. Or 
Well, it's I, funny I you should know. say that because I went and hosted the Carlisle lights being turned on. See, I knew where I was because I'm a yeah. pro, mate. I'm a pro. All I can think of is Belinda Carlisle now, but carry on, yeah. <laughs> the mayor was there as well. So that was another mayor meeting. We were talking about mayors in the last episode, weren't we? Me trying to get out of my parking ticket. In fact, they could have got Belinda in. That would have been great. I mean, not saying that you didn't <laughs> smash it, I'm sure, but... Well, they should have got Belinda in because the person that was coming as their big name was Simon Webb from Blue. And he was late, Mark. He was very, very late, which meant that mm. me and Twist and Pulse, who also were on Britain's Got Talent, <laughs> like myself, we mm-hmm. had to pad. We had, we had to do a lot of chatting to that crowd and a lot of padding while we were waiting for Simon Webb to turn mm. up. And we earned our money that day, let me tell you, because he was very late. He was very late. And then the next day I saw that he'd gone out to the World Cup and I thought, I bet he was packing. Mm. I bet I bet that's what happened. I bet he was, you know when you like think, oh I've got to get a flight and you're suddenly having to pack all your stuff and it's stress. I reckon he was doing all that. Then he thought, right, now I'll go to Carlisle. Christmas lights you know what I think it is? What? Uh, right, okay. This is this is purely conjecture before um the legal team of Simon Webb becomes involved and this all gets very, very <laughs> difficult. But I'm gonna put it out there. Um that packing, yeah, packing him in. What's he, what, he's, his Christmas light switch on. Half of them are on the same days. He's probably got three more lined up. He's getting paid. Oh, he's I getting even thought of that. You think he was on a tour of Christmas light switch ons? Right. I, I, I've experienced this several times, right? People being late. Now, one who wasn't late, have you ever met Chico? Speaking of talent shows, do you remember Chico? It's Chico time. I was just going to say, isn't that his whole mantra? Is it Chico time? Well, Chico time is a thing that exists that allows him to travel, right? And I've done, <laughs> I've done several corporate gigs. It allows him to travel from corporate gig to corporate gig in the same night to bang out, you know, a 25-minute corporate set. And then, then he just teleports to the next one and he just he strings them all up. The other thing I was going to tell you about, which is quite cool, mm. is... I did another support slot for Jason Manford at another arena. Yeah, I went to Mm -hmm. Birmingham Arena and played that. And a guy Mm -hmm. came that I think you know, he came along, a guy called Marcus, who is a drummer. He used to be in a band called the New Cranes in the Derby, and I think think you know who that is. Yeah. And here's, here's something quite exciting that I wasn't expecting, is that Marcus is a drummer and he's going all over the place doing that. But he's also living out of a van, Mark. And when I say living out of a van, I don't mean... He's just chucked a sleeping bag in the back. I mean, mm-hmm. he's done a load of stuff to this van. He actually gave me a tour of it, and he was doing things like pulling out a drawer from under the bed, and it had pots and pans in it. And then he was saying, you know, this is the bit where I keep my drum kit. And he, he, kept, whoa, 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 whoa. he keeps his drum kit in the van as well. Most of his drum kit's in there. He's got a proper bed with a mattress and things like that. He's got pots and pans he's got cooking equipment he's got what something that charges things up for him when he's driving i'm gonna stop doing 90s dances now but how how big is this van in my head i'm saying it's about as big as the trotters independent trading van well <laughs> it's not for three so wheel though you mean? oh it's got an extra wheel i'm sure that makes loads of, that, that creates a lot of extra space for a, for a kick drum for example <laughs> yeah when he's got four wheels it gets bigger if you put a drum kit in that there's not, there isn't anything else, is there? 
Uh, what I'm saying is, you 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 specifically mentioned to me that it's got four wheels, not threes. Like that creates any more space to live in a van with a drum kit? No, but it's just to get you to think of the size of van, right? That's the most famous van of that kind of shape, isn't it? Like a like a Renault Kangoo or something, you know, like or a little Corsa van or something. Well, we'll like find that. out because I was going to suggest that on the next pod, so when we do the next one of these, I was thinking, why don't we phone him up, find out where he is, uh-huh. what he's doing. And also maybe turn him into a bit of an item. Listen, he's a drummer and he's a nice guy and he's living out of a van. If we can't make that into an item, then we should just stop now, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, are you saying yes, it. we should stop now or we yes, we should do the item? <laughs> listen, listen, Tony, we're what? We're like, we're like, <laughs> your face ten, is like, ten, oh, 10 minutes in. Let's just knock it on the head, fella. <laughs> you gave me a look as if to think, this, this is it. It's my chance to get out of doing any of this. <laughs> So, I, so, okay, so listen, I'm going to try and knock up a jingle for that then. I'm going to knock okay, up a jingle yeah. for Marcus. We're going to call him on the next episode. It's sure. something, you know, something for the listeners to uh, to look out for. Now, we're moving on to what I think is going to be an excellent item, Mark. I'm quite excited about this. Item, okay. you say? Well, it's an item that I'm going to call Storm in a Podcast. I haven't made a jingle for this yet, but I will at some point. <laughs> Storm in a podcast. You'll see why. Because you know the coat was a Peter Storm. The the coat that started oh, this whole thing was a Peter Storm. Hence, Storm in a podcast, right? See what uh-huh. I've done. I think we should write to Peter Storm. I think they would love to know that their coat is not only a star of a podcast, but also started a podcast. And also I was thinking that maybe there's something in that, like for us, right? Maybe we could get some sponsorship. And I had a bit of a dig. I was having a bit of a look. And do you know what I found out, Mark? And I bet you don't know this, but maybe, you, maybe you'll surprise me and you do. But Peter uh-huh. Storm make their own tea bags. Did you know that? No. And not only do they make their own tea bags, but they make the world's first waterproof tea bag. <laughs> this is, that's where I was going to go. That's where I was going to go. And I was, was it? Yeah. I mean, I was going to... I was going to stop you there and say, please don't tell me it's a waterproof tea bag because that's the first thing that sprang to mind because everything else they make is waterproof. Mate, I've got the blurb. Have you got one? I've got the blurb. No, oh. but I think we should ask for some. That's what I was going to say. We're going to write to them in a minute. Storm Shield Tea Bags from Peter Storm, the world's first waterproof tea bag constructed with an advanced Storm Shield membrane. Now, I think what we should do is we should tweet them I'll do it after the show, but I think we should write this tweet now, right? I'm going to get Twitter up, and you can help me word it. And then we should just see if we can get some. And we could try them on the show. What do you think to that? That'd be good fun, right? Yeah. I mean, is this not what – this isn't one of their things that, like, they they broadcast on the 1st of April or something, you know, how, like, corporations like to do that fun thing where they fool all of their customers with a hilarious thing, like a – waterproof tea bag i am now questioning myself <laughs> you know what i'm gonna do before i write this tweet i'm gonna google whether it was a prank because i think you might have just totally nailed it i might just ruin the entire segment well let's find out pete storm waterproof because i mean it tea sounds... bag. do you know what mark if 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 that is the case then i have just made myself look like a fool well, you say you've made yourself look like a fool. I mean, yeah. I probably could have bit my tongue there and let that run a bit, couldn't I? If I'm being honest. 
Why aren't they coming up? That's that's a bit strange, isn't it? That they're not coming Has up on Google. Has this almost been a fever dream? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean? Why is it not coming up? What room tea bag, Johnny? What are you on about, man? I thought I'd found something amazing. I thought, well, that's quite interesting. We could try that. But now I'm thinking that maybe I've got this wrong. I mean, my first thought is I'm a, I'm a logical man. Yeah. Tea, in its very nature, as uh, the beverage, is an infusion. Yeah. The first thought that sprang to mind was being in a waterproof surround would potentially make the creation of an infusion somewhat difficult. Well, I thought I thought it's obviously not going to be like waterproof to the point where you can't make a cup of tea with it, but maybe it's like they don't get sort of damp and go off or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But now I'm thinking that someone out there is going to be so happy that I stumbled across this thing and then made it an item on the podcast. <laughs> So I think the... I'm sorry, I've absolutely ruined that. You've not. I think you've saved me. If anything, you've saved me, because otherwise it would have been going out as like a bit. And I'd have been thinking, why aren't they replying? Imagine if a guy, a storm, who's just like their... What would they have? They have like um, community managers or stuff like Look. that, don't they? I'm showing you the thing so you can see what I'm talking right, about. You've got a printout. You've got a printout. Yeah, look. Storm Shield tea bags. Yeah. I tell you what we should do then. Let's contact them, right, Mark, and tell them about the uh-huh. coat and the podcast and just see if they're interested in sending us stuff that we can either chat about on the show or wear. We could, be good. we could review it, couldn't we? We could review it. Yeah. So should we do that? Yeah. You know, we'd be a good pod to sponsor. I think it's a good fit, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. A good fit, yeah. There you go. Maybe there you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> good fit. It's a good fit, yeah. Come up with it. Peter Storm, a good fit. L- like a glove on a chicken's beak. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've got a surprise for you, Mark. Right. I've made you... <laughs> Another one. It's not a waterproof tea bag, is it? <laughs> you made me what? It's uh, sun cream that doesn't repel the sun. That works for Irish people. I'm saved, you know. I made you a jingle, your very yeah. own jingle, and uh... I'm going to play that to you. I'm going to play it to you now, and then I want to get your reaction, all right? His name is Mark Carver. And he'd rather be playing video games than not the dating game. But it's time for love. It's time for love, Mark. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, yeah. What do you think to that? I mean, yeah, it's evocative of all of my terrors. Um. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you run with this haven't you I, I wasn't I wasn't well, expecting the let me t- <laughs> okay let's let's okay I'm going with it I'm going I'm going with it I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take you through some different types of dating I want you to just say the first thing that comes into your head uh-huh. and we'll see if there's one that we can settle on here we go speed dating 
Not for me, obviously. I couldn't. Even... <laughs> <laughs> I just froze. <laughs> This is like speed dating. Maybe not for no, you. No, maybe you, not. For, we, we, no, I would. What I would happen there is, is I have two responses: stop and think too much, or blurt out the first thing that runs through my mind before it hits a filter. Okay. Either one is probably going to cause. Yeah, I, I can't see. All right, it going let's well. crack, let's go on to the next one. What about things like? apps you know like what they call i guess online dating like using either a website or an app or something like that one of those kind of things i i genuinely think that a lot of people meet that way now don't they like a lot they do because they do people don't go out so much as they used to and a lot of people they they have busy lives and they've i i think years ago i attempted this or, or or something something akin to this and all of it was a horrific train wreck of... Right, I'm putting that down as a question mark. <laughs> I'm putting it as a maybe. That's going as maybe, that one. All right. <laughs> a horrific train wreck. It's, it's like... I mean, there's, there's some really odd people out there. there. There really is. Well, there's someone sat there making flipping fake teabag advertising. <laughs> what a deviant. What a deviant. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the worst kind of teabagging <laughs> that I've ever heard of. No, no. What about what about blind dates? Now, when I say blind dates, I'm thinking not not the game show, not you know resurrecting the Cilla Black game show, but I'm I'm thinking you know She's someone not dead is she? Cilla mm, Black. Yes, she is. Did you not know that? Oh well, there's been so many in the last few years, hasn't there? What Cilla Blacks? No, and celebrity deaths of that era, you know. I there mean, have been. Yeah, unfortunately, she's passed. She's passed on. But I've not recovered from Wogan, to be honest. So Scylla could have passed me by. I could have missed that well, one. Well, she cl- clearly has, if you happen to ask if she's dead or not. I was thinking along the lines of someone setting you up with a date, you know, but you don't know who that is. That that kind of blind date. What are you thinking about that one, Mark? Um, you know what? Out of all of them so far, that's probably not... That's probably my least. That's the one I feel the least visceral anxiety towards. All right, that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I think the most important thing is 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 how people go into this. If they're just meeting someone, and you think there's no beyond just meeting someone, having a chat. And if you get on, you get on. If you don't, you don't. And it's all very friendly. I think the problem with all all dating starts when people have expectations going into it. I think that's that's okay. where that's where problems begin. You go on a date with expectations. So you're going to head into this with no expectations. None, none whatsoever. Okay, I made a side note of that. <laughs> What about this one? I don't care if they're hideous. They might be nice, you know. Just you know, very true. Yeah, what about this yeah. one? Love Island. Me pulling a few strings and getting you on Love Island. What do you think about that one? <laughs> Have you seen the original Battle Royale film? 
We're back to Battle Royale again. We talked about this in the last one. No, I mean, like, the original one where they, they, they put people on an island and the last one alive wins... That's what, right. I, I I'm putting. Uh, this, I'm putting a live. This sounds. It's not a ma- <laughs> this sounds like. I don't want to be involved in this massacre. No, that's no, a no, no, for me. no. That's a no from me. Yeah. All right. One more. One more for you. What about just doing the shout out from the pod? What about just saying, is anybody out there up for it with Mark? <laughs> I mean, a day up for a day. I mean, I'm kind of doing it, Mark. I don't even notice, but I'm sort of doing it now. But what I'm thinking is like, you know, if someone got in touch with us on social media, would you be interested in any way, shape or form? Come on, say yes. Nothing's nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. I'm putting a big yes and circling that one. Big yes. Is it a red pen? You've got a different colour pen for the circle. No, All right, honestly, so we, oh, we listen, Mark. You know what, right? You've done well here. You've been pretty open-minded because we've got three things. You're saying you would you would potentially do the online app thing. You've said that you would go on a blind date with someone, and you've said yes to using the pod. So here's my idea: let's put it out to the pod world. Is anybody out there interested in taking Mark out for a date, or is anybody out there know someone? that they could say, you know what, it's a blind date, but my mate's absolutely brilliant. She likes sound, video games. Let's, let's just have a quick chat about the things you like, Mark. We know you like games. We know you I like mean, sound. I like Anything video else? games because I, I spend quite a lot of time on my own in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, it's like anything really to keep my mind uh, focused on something and doing something rather than just passively absorbing. All right, listen, we've done the shout-out, but here's another thing. Right. Will you let me write you a bit of blurb to go on one of these dating apps? I'm not going to put it on. You can do that. Are you asking if you can write my Tinder profile? Other dating apps are obviously available. Is Is that essentially what you're saying? Well, I don't know if Tinder's the right one or not. I don't know, but I'm thinking, you know, so we're proactive and I help. Sure, why not? All right. I mean, are uh, right. we going to vet this before? Before? Oh yeah, you, you're going to put them on. I'm not going to do it. Johnny, to write yeah. blurb. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Ideally, ideally, we get that jingle to him. Is what I'm ideally, thinking. I don't go on a date with a murderer. So that's like we got to make sure that's not, you know. I don't want that either because if you know you didn't come back from the day, that's the end of the pod. Isn't it? Yeah, there it is. Although I then mean, I could do an, then I could, could do one do of those new like <laughs> investigation the blue coat pods. Monologues. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a blue anorak. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different podcast. My experience with online dating apps is is just the the strangest people. Just very very odd, and um. Yeah, the the people. I think it's driven people that the necessity and the shortness of times of life. People seem very um, entitled on on dating apps. It's like, okay, this is what I want. I want this, 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 and this. Um, uh, I'd have this, this, and this, and this. Um, if if not, yeah, bye. See you later. It's like, all right. Well, look, I'm going to make a note of that. I will. I'll, I'll make it. I'll, I'll make it looser than that. I'll make it loose. Not too. I'll put, I'm putting here. Not too demanding. Not too loose. Not too demanding. Not. No. Not that. <laughs> Back to Tinder. 
Listen, the next yeah. section is called Lost and Found. And the reason I've come up with this is because obviously you found the coat, I lost the coat. And I just wanted to know, mm. what's the worst thing you've ever lost and never got back? However many years ago, several. Um, I think I was, I, I was, I had a few beers and I was chatting to a mate online and um, he convinced me that it'd be a good idea to buy something called Dogecoin. Okay. Right. What's it like a, a, a cryptocurrency? Bitcoin. Yeah, it's a cryptocurrency, but it's the meme one that Elon Musk, and every time Elon Musk tweets, it goes up through the roof and then, you know, it's been doing this. But when I bought it, it was worth, you could buy probably a couple of thousand of them for a pound. Right. right. So I bought like 20 quid's worth when pissed. Okay. Right. Many, many years ago. And back then, the wallets were like a little hardware program. My mate was talking me through how to do it. It was a little hardware program that you had to keep on your computer and you had to keep, like, the, the file. Like, okay. The, anyway. And this would have been this would be years ago on an old, old work laptop. Anyway, many, many, many years later, that 20 quid yeah. that I worth i bought would have been worth you know i don't want to think about it it's somewhere i i can't remember exactly i did work it out at one point but it's somewhere between six grand and and 15 20 grand and oh what happened to the wallet <coughs> i'd forgotten about it for about seven or eight years the quirks laptop had gone off i'd never copied the stuff off it's just in the no. ether now it just doesn't exist it doesn't it doesn't belong to anyone. No one can ever You don't get think that. someone else has got the laptop no. and found that folder with the no. magic beans in? No. The magic beans are gone, mate. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a that's like a a very unexpected thing that it was gonna be like a digital gold oh, dude, chest. It was worth so such a a, a tiny amount at the, at the at the time. And you never know with this stuff. You never know when one of these things is going to take. I've, I've, I've learnt my lesson on things like that. Definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a I had a near miss. I managed to get it back, but I left my guitar on a train when I was on the way to a gig. And I, you know, I like that, above, yeah. you know, above the seats, you, there's like the bit where you can put your bags like above yeah. your head. I'd put it up there, and yeah. then what happened is a few more people got on the train and all the rest of it. And I, I went to get off. I thought, oh shit. My guitar is on that train. I turned around to get back on it and started walking towards it. And it was like a Friday night, I think, and I was going into London. And the train was just full. I mean, people oh, couldn't even mate. quite get on yeah. the door and everything. I thought, oh, my God, I'm not even going to be able to get back on to get it. So what I had to do was I had to just start telling people, like, saying, my guitar is on that train. Can you please pass the word or whatever? And it was actually pretty amazing. It was like that bit at the end of Crocodile Dundee when one person, like, shouts... <laughs> And then the next person, no, I wasn't walking on people's hands. It was more like someone going, this guy's lost his guitar. And then like some nice woman was going, you got a massive this guy's lost his guitar. Screamed and... <laughs> but I remember it was so funny because all these people did pass the message along. Someone must have looked up and found it and thought, oh, it's this and like passed it to someone. And all of a sudden a guard on the platform had my guitar and I was so relieved. I was so pleased that he'd got it because I was really panicking. I was thinking, mm. one, I'm going to lose my guitar. Two, I'm not going to be able to do this gig that I'm about to go and do. So I was honestly, mate, like the, the wave of relief that flooded over me. But this is the bit. 
in that moment, in all that excitement and that relief and everything, I remember taking it off the guy and I shouted to all these people who were basically commuting from work on a Friday night. I remember shouting, the show will go on like that. And the, the look that <laughs> the look that I got from these people could only be described as like, mate, we don't give a fuck. We, we couldn't care less. <laughs> don't care, mate. That's London for you, isn't it? I just walk along with my guitar afterwards like, well, you know, I thought it was quite a good line, actually, but mm. nope. They were mm. like, sit down. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my thing. I think we should ask the listeners, actually, like you found my code. This is kicked off the pod. Yeah. And I wondered if anyone out there has got any stories like that. I mean, we've become mates through it. So I was wondering, has anyone out there like become mates with anyone through like a strange way or a bit of a kind of, you know, a bit like a sliding doors thing where, you knew, I don't know, you went to the wrong place or you were at the wrong time or whatever as you know or or maybe met someone even met their partner in that way has someone met yeah. someone who kind of by accident and and ended up kind of getting together or something like that so we want to know all the stuff for the podcast people should just contact us via my social media everything is at, at johnny awesome twitter facebook insta everything it's just at johnny awesome so let us know because that would be cool to know wouldn't it mark we'd like that yeah 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 we should definitely do that it'd be good to hear from other people and 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 just see other than me (laughs) us us two just talking about (laughs) coats and ransoms and stuff i wanted to ask you about songwriting i i do a lot of songwriting obviously to go on stage and do comedy gigs but also i've written for other people and all sorts of stuff but I wondered who are your favourite songwriters? Who, like, who are your favourite? Who, who do you think, like, you know, they really know how to write a song? Just give me a couple. I think bands that bands that I listen to the most probably is more kind of 90s stuff when I was sort okay. of a teenager. I listen give me a couple to, of examples. Uh, Eels. Do you know the band Eels? Yeah, yeah. Um, Little known fact for you. Uh-huh. There's a couple of Eels songs in the Grinch film, I think. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, uh, wouldn't surprise me, yeah. Yeah, I think he's a very interesting chap with some good good lyrics and good musically very good, but not... Yeah, I, I, I love, I love, I love um, Eels' work. Give me another one, stuff. another 90s band that you like listening a to. 90s band. I mean... Uh, the classic was Nirvana, really. It's just like, I, yeah. I, I don't think... I think Great songwriters. There'll never be a moment again where we were listening to, like, a 56th hand copy of a tape. So someone had taped it off a mate, off a mate, off a mate, to the point where it just yeah. sounded so degraded and awful. But yeah, that was, yeah. like, the best thing. And then when you heard it on CD, it goes, oh, I think my tape sounds better. You know, th- those moments were just that was so visceral that music um and um it was very that was a guy who emotionally engaged with an audience now listen i've got a challenge for you mark right, okay yeah. now i want you to open your mind for this because here it comes i'm gonna write a theme tune for the pod right on the next episode it will be there when we start the podcast Right. It will be there. I'll play it you. When people listen to it, they'll have heard it. Done. Mm. My challenge to you is I want you to write a song, a th- a, an outro tune, whatever you want to call it, that goes at the end of the podcast. So when we say thanks, everyone, goodbye, it goes to your song. And right. you can do it 
however you want. I mean, I'd love a 90s style one if you were up for that. That, that to me, feels totally no, brilliant. you know how long it is since I've written a song? Well, just, I'm going to make just, that happen. Dude, I'll just plug them in. I don't, you know. I am going to make that happen. Do you, first of all, do you accept the challenge? Do you accept it? Sure. Why not? Yes, Mark. I love I love your go getter attitude. I'm allowed to fail miserably, aren't I? I mean, it'd Look, be funnier if a, I do. It's at the end of the podcast, right, so worst okay, case scenario. So stop listening by you then, turn it anyway. off. <laughs> they would have just, just go, oh, they stopped talking. Yeah, we'll switch that off anyway. So I'm safe. I, it's, that's quite daunting because I've not written any music for a really, really long time, and that was never my. I was never that great at writing song songwriting. To be honest, I just tend to leave that. I let other people do it and just embellish and go, oh, what about this? Or we could put this bit in, or have you thought about this line? And that's always worked well for me. To do it myself, I've always, I've always struggled a bit, to be honest. Well, listen, you're allowed to get people involved if you want. You can do it in the most simple format if you want. You could literally start your voice memo recording on your phone, <laughs> pick your guitar up, just strum it a bit and just say, it's the end of the pod, subscribe, five stars, bye, whatever. I don't care, but you just have to do the job, all right? How, lo- how long do you want it to be? Not too long. I'd say a minute and a half. A minute and a half? That's quite a long... I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. I said that so light. Do you want a fucking song or an epilogue, mate? An outro or an epilogue, you jeez. What, you think it's short? You think that's too short? No, a minute and a half's ages, dude. In, like, outro music, that's like... A minute. That's an end credits. That's, like, a full-blown... That's, like, Chris Waterman territory, minute and a half outro. All right, let's let's agree on a minute to a minute and a half. A minute to a minute and a half. A minute to a minute and a half. They're both quite long. No, come on, you could do a minute. You could do a minute. It's an outro thing. People, you know, people are wiping a tear away from laughing (laughs) for that long and... You know, thinking about what they're going to do with their day, having done the best bit of listening to the pod. We're going to go, but before we go, I've got something exciting to tell you. Right, I have had an email today. This is our first email to the pod, right? Right. Now, it's from a guy called Carlos, who is from a company called Pod Status. And I'm just going to read it to you because it blew pod my status. it blew my mind. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. It's, Hi, Johnny. How's it going? Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, The Blue Coat Diaries, has had a good performance in Apple Podcast rankings in the last 30 days. It is positioned at number 229 in the category of comedy in Sweden. (laughs) Happy podcasting. Just just for the listeners at this point, can, can you just clarify how long has our podcast been up? Mark, listen. We've only made one podcast. This is the second episode. We're right. already at 229 in the charts in Sweden for comedy. <laughs> you know what this means, mate? Let me tell you what this means. I'm not going to beat about the bush. We could what? be going big in Sweden, dude. Right, okay. <laughs> what? How are you feeling about that? I mean, why not? Exactly why not? Tell you what as well, Mark. What? I mean, I'm a married man, happily married man, but for you, when you're right. dating... People have been known to say that Swedish people are good looking. That's what worries me. What, that's, what do you mean that's what worries you? Why, why does it worry you? Have you been to Sweden? Yes. Did you not wonder where all the ugly people and people with, you know... I went there and I was wondering, where are they all? Are they... Is there some kind of eugenics going on here? The way you said that then was as if you'd gone... The way you said that then was as if you'd gone 
to see them as in like to no, find no, them no, you were no, like disappointed no. that they weren't there like it's like going i've come to see the penguins at london zoo where are the penguins not even here no i didn't go there for that what i'm saying is i went there and i thought where are, where is everyone where are all the normal looking people who aren't like you know six foot two and you Listen, know this is back to what you were saying about me being very positive and having a very wholesome outlook and you not being like that because we've just had some great news in here. Listen to that. That's the email, right? We've had this thing from Carlos saying how well we're doing in Sweden. And what's your response to that? Rather than say, brilliant, and we're going to go to Sweden, you're saying, just slagging them off. I'm slagging off Sweden. I'm not slagging, you are slagging, slagging them off. I'm worried that I'll get carted off to the camp. You know, they'll be like, that one's had it, mate. Game gone. <laughs> And one, one last thing I was going to tell you that I did uh-huh. was I went and played a gig in someone's house. Have you ever had any, any experience of doing that? Have you ever done sound in anyone's house? I, I did a gig in someone's lounge. Was there a stage? There was a carpet in the lounge, if that's what you mean. No, 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 because I've done one in a big posh house and they had a stage in it. No, it wasn't a stage. I was in the lounge, but it was brilliant fun. We had an amazing time. But one thing that really made me laugh was that halfway through it, a kid knocked, because it was like on an all-ages gig I did, a kid knocked over a can of Coke and it was just like going onto the carpet. And I was doing a song and I thought, do I say anything here? This has never happened to me before. <laughs> if it was a gig, I'd just obviously ignore that. If like some bloke knocked a pint of beer on the stage, I just think I couldn't care less. But I was yeah. looking at it thinking, that's going on a carpet that looks quite nice. Mate. And it's a can of Coke. So I, I did stop and I said, there's a can of Coke kind of gone over here. And then a couple of mums ran over and were doing that thing where you're pressing down uh, yeah. kitchen roll to sort one it out. One of them's got white wine, the other one's got a bucket of salt, and they're just not really sure <laughs> which one to go for, you know, that kind of thing. It was just really novel. <laughs> I just remember standing there thinking, this has never happened to me before. I don't really know what happens here. And I'm thinking, I'll do a quick shout-out. So if anybody out there wants me to do a gig in their house, I could probably look at doing that. And if you've got a load of money, maybe Mark will come and do the sound as well. What do you think to that, Mark? Absolutely. Why not? Why not? Right. I think it's a good moment for us to say goodbye. Now, listen, next week, our episode will be out on the Friday. Come back and find out if Mark will be any closer to finding love. And also hear our new theme tunes and outro tunes made by me and Mark. And I think that's about everything. Thank you so much for listening. Look after your gear. Goodbye from me, Johnny Awesome. Mark, what do you want to sign off with? I just want to say goodbye. Everyone have a great week and we'll have a chat next week, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? How was you doing? Goodbye. Bye.